0: check out my podcast show, Thoughts of a Light-Skinned Woman, Thursdays at 9pm. I talk about everything and anything. I'm all about sharing what I know and about learning as well. Hola. Welcome to On The Wake Up Radio. Shout out to my producer, Cindy Ashby. Tonight's episode is about alcohol and assault. You're listening to my show, Thoughts of a light Skin Woman. I'm your hostess, Boricua Angie. To call in, the number is 844-818-4433. You can catch us on thewakeupradio.com and otw As I always say, some can relate, some appreciate, some hate. So, I have a little story, but What I wanted to do first was educate people because it seems that uh, you would think as grown as we are, it just lets you know that no matter how old you are, it just, at times we still don't seem to know anything. Sometimes we lack good judgment and it just absolutely sucks. So what is alcohol intoxication? When a person consumes alcohol, the full effects may take some time to become apparent, depending on a number of factors, including the amount of, uh, amount consumed, the rate of consumption, gender, body weight, and whether the drinking episode took place on an empty. Here we go. This is the most important one. On an empty or full stomach, a chart breaking down the progressive effects of alcohol intoxication as blood alcohol content rises can be used to estimate just what increasing levels of drinking could do to the body and the individual's judgment and behaviors. So the stages of alcohol intoxication are sobriety or subclinical intoxication. There's euphoria, excitement, confusion, stupor, coma, and death. Stage one, sobriety or subclinical intoxication at a BAC, Of 0.01 to 0.05, the individual is unlikely to appear intoxicated, though certain tests may detect impairment. Depending on the individual, judgment and reaction time may be slightly impaired. One drink will generally result in a BAC within this range for both males and females, with the exception of women weighing under 100 pounds, according to a chart. Stage two, euphoria. Euphoria. The second stage of alcohol intoxication, referred to as euphoria, occurs between 0.03 and a 0.12 BAC, which, which may correspond to roughly one or four drinks for a woman or two to five for a man, depending on size. In this stage, the individual may feel more confident, may be talkative and animated, and may feel slightly euphoric. Inhibitions also begin to decline. Most people refer to this stage as being tipsy. While many of the effects of alcohol may be pleasurable to the drinker, the negative effects of alcohol, such as impaired judgment, memory, and coordination begin to appear at this time as well. Stage three, excitement. Having a BAC, which stands for blood alcohol content, between 0.09 and 0.25, lands a person at the third stage of alcohol intoxication excitement. They may begin to experience emotional instability, a lack of critical judgment, and a significant delay in reaction time. They may start slurring their speech. They may also experience impaired perception and memory, vision issues, including decreased peripheral vision, blurriness, and delayed glare recovery, loss of balance, drowsiness, nausea, and vomiting. Those around the person will likely notice that they're visibly drunk, right? Stage four, confusion. Someone with a BAC level of 0.18 to 0.30 is in the confusion stage, characterized by emotional upheaval and disorientation. Coordination is marked, markedly impaired to the extent that the person may not be able to stand up, may stagger if walking, and may be very dizzy. Those in the stage of alcohol intoxication are highly likely to forget things that happen to or around them, blacking out, losing memory of events that occur while drinking. Without actually passing out can happen at this stage. In addition, a person may have increased pain threshold, meaning they could injure themselves and not feel the effects until later. And I've been in that stage before. Stage five, stupor. Stupor can occur at a BAC between approximately 0.25 to 0.40. Someone in this stage is extremely intoxicated and is in dangerous territory as they are a great risk of alcohol poisoning and death. They have likely lost a significant amount of motor function and not responding to stimuli. Right, unable to stand or walk, stuporous or completely passed out, unable to voluntarily control certain bodily functions such as maintaining continence, vomiting. Right, and the other two. God forgive me. Hopefully, I don't. I've never been in that situation, but um, I'm hoping that that has never happened to anybody or that you know. It says a person who has reached a 0.35 to 0.40 BAC is at significant risk of lapsing into a coma. Respiration and circulation are severely depressed. Motor response and reflexes are markedly decreased, and the person's body temperature drops. This person who has reached stage six of alcohol intoxication is at risk of death. And then the last one is stage seven is death. At about 0.45 BAC or above, many are unable to sustain their vital life functions and the risk of respiratory arrest and death is significant. Note that death is possible at, at lower BACs, which of course I've heard about that. Now, we're going to another one because like I said, right now tonight's episode, I feel that it sucks. Again, like I'm going to say it, we're grown and I feel like we still have to educate people. Once I read this, like I said, I'm going to get into my story, but I also want to put a message out there. So now, when is someone too drunk to legally consent to sex? Because this is the most important thing we're about to get into, right? Consent is a complex and controversial topic that has been in the public eye in recent years due, in part to several high-profile sexual assault cases. Perhaps you've even seen the widely circulated video released by a British police department using tea to explain consent. While the video provides a surprisingly good overview of the basic concepts, the laws regarding consent vary from state to state and can be especially complicated when alcohol is involved in the situation, right? Now, what exactly does it mean to be physically helpless or mentally incapacitated? Physically helpless is defined as a person who is unconscious or for any other reason is physically unable to communicate unwillingness to enact. Thus, if someone is intoxicated to the point that they have passed out, or otherwise lack the ability to physically communicate or object, even if they're still conscious, they are too drunk to legally consent to sex. Mentally incapacitated includes any condition which prevents a person from understanding the nature or consequences of the act of sexual intercourse, and it can result from the influence of substance, such as alcohol or drugs. Whether someone is mentally incapacitated due to intoxication can be much harder to discern, particularly if both parties are drinking. Right now, does this mean that sex is always non-consensual if the parties have been drinking? The simple answer is no, but when alcohol is involved, communication is often impaired and can become more difficult to evaluate the situation. If someone alleges they were physically helpless, mentally incapacitated at the time of a sexual encounter, they've laid the groundwork for a rape charge. Therefore, it's always a good idea to exercise a high level of caution when engaging in a sexual activity where one or both parties have been drinking, especially if you don't know each other well. You should always keep in mind that someone who has been drinking, though not to the point of physical or mental incapacitation, must consent to the sexual encounter through actual words or conduct indicating freely given agreement to have sexual intercourse or sexual contact, right? It says, How can I ensure that a potential partner has the mental capacity to consent? Now, one, consider your observations of the other party. Have you seen them drinking heavily or taking shot after shot? Obviously, alcohol tolerance varies from person to person, but if it's someone you don't, you you don't, I think I was supposed to put you don't know well, it's probably best to wait until they're sober. If you're not sure what or how much the other person has been drinking, think about demeanor. Are they coherent, are able to communicate clearly, or slurring their speech and stumbling? If it's the latter, once again, it's probably best to err on the side of caution and delay any sexual contact. Now, if someone appears to be coherent, it is still imperative that you check with them repeatedly before and during the sexual encounter to ensure that they are capable of communication through needs and that this is something they want to be doing. Here example of questions you may ask. Are you sure you want to do this? Are you okay? Do you want to keep going? Do you want me to stop? Does this feel good for you? What do you want to do next? If a person's level of coherency or consciousness changes at any point during the encounter or they begin to express some hesitancy, you should stop immediately. If there is any doubt about whether someone has a mental capacity to consent to sex, you should not have sex with them. Don't try to convince yourself that someone is less drunk than they appear to be and put yourself in a situation where you're risking committing or being accused of sexual assault it's simply not worth it right so that's that so basically my message tonight is to the people in the lifestyle that are listening right now because this this um the ig has people who are in the lifestyle um to everybody who's listening to on the wake up radio who's listening to my show tonight I would like to say that we, the men, the men need to educate their sons, educate other men, have conversations just out of the blue with your friends about situations like that when a woman is drinking and when it comes to sex. Because I'm really disappointed for the fact that we still live in a society where men, and it's, and it's it gets to the point where I heard people making jokes, but it's funny, but it's not funny. Where it's like, no means no, no never means yes. And no matter how the fuck you put it, no means no. It's never changes to yes. And if a person at the beginning said yes, and then they say no, you're supposed to respect that. People should not be taking it matters into their own hands and thinking that because here we are, or we're at some sexual party, or we're at a party because rape, Sexual assault can happen anywhere. It doesn't matter where you could be. You could be at a stinking club. You could be at somebody's house party. It could it can happen anywhere. You could be walking home. It can happen anywhere, right, when it comes to sexual assault. But now when we're talking about drinking, again, no means no. Now, if you obviously see a woman that's drunk, why the fuck are some of you men out there so fucking desperate? That you will want to take a woman who you know barely can either talk, walk, or anything, and then that's your cue to take advantage. That just says something about you because that means that you're a motherfucking creep. You deserve to be fucking locked up. You know where the fuck you need to be. And as I say, karma is a motherfucking bitch, right? Now, again, educate your friends. The guys, you guys are always fucking sitting around talking to each other. Yo, bring up an example of, hey, this is what happened to my friend. Just so you can hear what kind of friends you have, because this is the problem. I feel like we as women talk about it. You have seen freaking shows. My friend who brought up the fact of law and order, S, what is it, S-U-S-V-U or something like that, the Specials Victim Unit, if I'm correct, um, they show real-life cases. There's many movies that we have seen. It's fucking obvious. It's, it's not like, oh, it's just a movie. It's not fucking reality. Yes, the fuck, it happens in real life. Speak to your friends, have these conversations that tell them that the one little small fuck up can land them in jail, can land them with a record because somebody didn't understand that when they see someone intoxicated and they know that when it comes to, you heard what I was reading, if anybody was listening or if you go back and listen to the show, It tells you the stages of how you could tell that a person's intoxicated. And I've seen this, I've read the stages that I've been in. And I feel like there's no excuse. It's a shame that when we think about it, it's always men. And we as women always have to go through a lot of shit when you really think about it. We're like the most vulnerable when it comes to men. How often, and even if there were cases of men being raped, we don't hear it as much compared to women. I mean, how would men feel if a woman would roofie their drink? How would a man feel if a woman decides to take you home and then she decides to have sex with you? And guess you know what? And then next thing you know, she's talking about she has your baby. A lot of shit to think about because it's funny because it's like, I know as a man, you wouldn't like it either. If women can really just start easily just doing shit and going around and doing stuff like that. Of course, I mean, it's happened because women have wanted to, you know, um, they're the women who like to steal from men. So, yeah, they'll probably roofie them, get them drunk enough to steal from them. But that's that. But imagine about other things that that they're being done to you. Because imagine that if you're that fucking drunk that a woman says, you know what, I'm going to peg you tonight. And then fucking sticks a dildo up your ass. Now, tell me, how would you feel? Would you not feel violated? Would you not feel some type of way? Because, again, it's not okay for the things that happen to women. And it shouldn't happen to anybody, period. It has to come to a point that, again, no means no. We're not going to keep changing this word. It's not going to change. It's never going to mean yes. It's going to mean no exactly what the fuck it is. No means no. Consent. Listen to the word consent. Consent is very important. Nobody should just take that into their own hands and just assume whatever. Because I was reading about what levels of intoxication is. If a person is not capable of actually saying like, yes, we can have sex, and that's not the words that are coming out of their mouth. And if you see a woman that drunk and you're trying to take advantage, that's really just fucked up. And this is why I wanted to do the show tonight because like I said, as you men, and I'm not saying this is all, but to the men out there, to the men, again, speak to your friends, speak to your children, your sons now at a young age to make them understand that when they go to a party and a woman is drunk, Have them start doing things differently and say, hey, I'm going to go offer that woman some water instead of the opposite. And don't listen to your motherfucking friends of like, oh, look at this one over here. Because it's like, what? In my mind, it's like, what the fuck? Are you guys desperate? You don't get pussy like that? Oh, there's a thing called taking your own hand and jerking off. Not finding ways to go to parties to take advantage of women, especially when you know that they're drunk. That's not what it is. It's like in Spanish when they say about the jerking off, it's like Manola, hizo Cinco, and Mana. It's meaning about their hand, right? And his five sisters or some shit like that, right? You got your hand, you jerk off, jerk off. Simple. We women use fucking vibrators. You guys can jerk off. Understand? <laughs> you guys can jerk off. Just because like now as I think about it, as I'm sitting here just thinking about scenarios, is again, like it's really fucked up. I feel like we need to show our sons and anybody, sons, nephews, cousins, whoever, have a conversation. Tell them how they should be treating women. Tell them how they should be looking out for women and not finding ways to be a motherfucking creep. Because you just you heard what I what I read before about it comes to the point where now it is considered sexual assault. It is considered rape. It's still not okay. So, with that being said, that it sucks because like I said. I feel like we're in 2021, coming into 2022, and I feel like shit's not going to change. Now, the only part that sucks, and it was saying too about if you don't know the person well, it sucks that when you don't have information on a person where you want to go and report them. If you don't have that information, it kind of sucks because it's like, how can you now go ahead and report that person to have them get locked up for what they did? Because sometimes I think we need to, um, I don't know if to say show a lesson, but to make people understand this is what happens. When again, you think that that a person drunk enough means that, oh shit, this must be the time to have sex. She don't know what she's doing. This is the perfect opportunity. Like, what the fuck? You know how it is, what is a woman when you're walking around and you see a guy at a club and you see a guy anywhere drunk? What What type of face do we give? Aren't we annoyed with disgust? I mean, even women who have been drunk, people will give some people a certain look too, but it's just like in your mind, it's like, you know what fucking level they're at. <laughs> you know what level they're at when you're giving them that look like, ew, you're drunk, get away from me. You see what I'm saying? At least we women, when we do that to men, we tell them to get away. We don't we don't try to grab them by the hand and and lead them into the bedroom or, or lead them anywhere else. It's like, get the fuck away. Because... Sometimes people get drunk. Sometimes people do get kind of pushy. They just kind of get annoying, period. So it's many examples of that. So basically what I I did this show because what I wanted to talk about was what happened to me over the weekend. And this is why I wanted to do the show because that's what happened to me. So I was reading on there where it says about how you can actually... There are the levels where you get to the point where you could get drunk, but it it was one of those things where it was like, I ate in the morning, but it was so many hours in between that I didn't eat. And then when I finally did eat, it was almost like, I could say 10, 9, 10, I'm going to give it 10 o'clock at night. So that's many hours in between. So me... I wasn't thinking about it. I'm just like, you know, I'm thinking I'm eating. I'm having some food maybe in my system. I thought that I would be okay, which, of course, that wasn't a good um, assumption of me. So what happened was I only had like two cups, right? So I had two cups. And as they say, it depends on how much liquor you pour in there. So I had two cups. And it's it's the way I've always drank. It's a, it's a type of liquor I've always drank before because I've noticed that when I have, done that, you know, because I like the Jack Daniels. Um, I've been okay. I've been okay. And it's like, I'll have that nice tipsy feeling, or I could just be okay, Sometimes there might be times that I can drink and I'd be just like, I don't feel anything, not tipsy, not drunk. So it's like what the thing says, all of that varies depending. Fine. I don't know what happened from the minute that I drank the second cup i from what i remember doing intros it was probably already like 12 something in the morning probably could have been one i think from the moment from there i was having what they were calling on the thing it was like a blackout moments i was having you know you know what i mean when i'm saying blackout like all of a sudden it's like you're still walking around functioning but your vision it's like you know you feel like I don't know, it's kind of like you know you feel like you're like you're you're like a blind person, but you know it's like you're moving around doing stuff, you're saying stuff, but it's like you're not seeing any of that, but everybody else is seeing how you're acting. So I was having in and out moments throughout the night. I remember some stuff, other stuff I don't remember. I just know that the one guy who came late with his girlfriend, He was being fucking pushy, being pushy, being annoying. And I was already, like I said, I was really intoxicated. I was really, really drunk. And I was annoyed because I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? And why the fuck is he in my face? Then I remember again when I came to, because, you know, it's weird. It's like you have moments where you can't remember and see shit, but then other moments where you have a little glimpse of what the hell is happening at the moment. So... I remember seeing him in my face again. So, in my mind, it's like, I'm, you could tell, like, if anybody saw me, you could tell I was annoyed. I don't even know why he thought, you know, we were cool like that. And I didn't really want to be bothered with him. So, that happened. Now, the worst part was when I came to again, was when I was laying in the bed. And then, I see him on top of me and I'm kind of like, you know, I tell him because obviously I already knew this is not something I wanted to do because again, even though I was drunk, I do remember this motherfucker being in my face and I was annoyed. I told him to, I want to, I wanted to get up. That's exactly what I said. I said, I wanted to get up. This motherfucker said no. Right now. As I'm over the weekend thinking about this shit, I it, it, it was so upset because it's like, alcohol has such a hell of an effect, right? It makes you think twice about a lot of shit. Because as I was there, my mind is like over the weekend thinking about it, I'm just like, it really fucking sucks. Cause in my mind is like, I knew how I was feeling, but I couldn't verbally say anything out loud. I couldn't like scream for help. I couldn't just like basically be loud enough to just get someone's attention because I wasn't, I wasn't there alone, but him and I were alone in the room. And it just kind of sucks when you're in that, in that stage where it's just like, again, like, you know what's happening, but the level of like you wanting to say and do something, it's not coming out the same way. And then to make the matters worse is because when I told him to get off, he decides he wants to take my hands and put it over my head. And the only time when he finally got off is when the motherfucker actually came. That's the only time he got off is when he fucking came. That's when he felt like, all right, now I'm going to get up. And it kind of bothered me. So during that moment when that shit happened, again, I remember getting up from the bed, walking out to the room. And again, I don't remember anything after that. But every time, like I said, I got glimpsed, like when I would come back to, I remember sitting on the floor. I remember sitting on the floor and I remember the asshole being over me, hovering me and just doing hand gestures, doing like that. And that's all I can see as I'm looking up. And I don't know if I was holding my, my ears or whatever. I just know that I'm like, it's crazy because, again, I couldn't hear nothing that he was saying. I don't remember hearing the fucking sound in the apartment. I don't remember hearing the music. I don't even remember hearing anybody talking. And this is the crazy shit about what I'm saying about when women are are to the point that they're that intoxicated. Because I know that there's women who have been through it and they won't talk about it, but I'm going to talk about it. This is some real shit. This is what they call from the point of view of that person, of what the fuck they're going through, because that's what was happening. I couldn't verbalize. I found out later on when I found out, you know, once I came to it, I was sober, that I was being asked what was wrong. And my response was nothing. It's nothing. That's all I kept repeating. It's nothing. It's nothing, but I'm upset and I'm crying, and that's what I'm being told. And then it just bothers me because I'm like, I don't know if I was scared because the person that, you know, I'm dealing with, I thought maybe, you know, I don't know what was going to happen. I mean, even if you fucked them up, whatever, but I just, in my mind, it's like, what if he would have done something else? I don't know. I don't know what would have happened, but I don't know if in my mind, like, again, even though I'm intoxicated, like just maybe just still other things are still happening that I just still can't, you know what I mean? (sighs) Verbally put together, but. Who knows? I could have been thinking about that. And maybe that's why I was just like, I didn't want to say anything. And if anybody, the questions of, like I said, I didn't report it. I couldn't report it because I don't know this man's name. I don't know where he lives. I know it's in Brooklyn. I don't have the address. I don't know where he lives. Because if I had all the information, trust me, I would have gone down to the precinct. And I would have given all that information. This motherfucker would have probably been, would have been already locked up. And this is what I'm talking about alcohol and consent, alcohol and assault. Because I'm going to say it again over the weekend, I sat there thinking about, yo, like that shit just really happened to me. And I had to tell, like, the only people that understood was, like, my friends, because this is women, women talking to each other, women talking to each other who support each other. And we understand, like, you know, you can't ever sit there and blame the person. Because that's what I had to say at one point. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to get blamed for this. No one's gonna say, Hey, you need to watch how much you drink. No, what the fuck he did was not okay. It doesn't matter how much I had, whether if it was a lot, if it was a little, no means no. And I don't remember consenting to it. I don't remember laying on that bed. That's what the fuck I'm trying to say. And it sucks when 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 you know, women are blamed for shit like that and made to feel somebody I was like, Again, if any woman out there who's listening, you know but This is not your fault. Don't ever take this as this is your fault for the fact of how much you drank or because how you were dressed that night. None of that shit fucking matters. No means no. If you rem- If you don't remember consenting to it, if this was somebody that you know that you did not want anything to do with. But of course, again, like I said, people are fucking pushy. People will fucking follow you like a fucking prey, a fucking predator, because they will walk and watch and look to see, like, who can I take advantage of? That looks pretty fucked up. I, as a woman, when I have been around my friends, I have been around other people that don't even fucking know. When I feel like when you see someone, like I said, if somebody's falling over, you know, and you just see them to the point that you just know That they're that drunk. I've offered other women to like, here, drink some water. And I would stand there and wait. And if I had to give them another sip, I would do it as as the best that I could. I've had friends that when I knew they were too intoxicated, I would tell them, they would be like, hey, look, you want to go lay down? Good, look, I'm right here. Because I'm still going to be there. I'm still going to be watching out. And it's really fucked up. Because at least as we as women, we can do that. But I can't even say that for all women because even though I might be saying that we women look out for each other, there are some, and I always have to keep using the word some because we all can be put into the same category. I can't say all and I can't say everybody. I have to say some because there are some fucked up individuals out there. There are really fucked up women too who they can see their friend, their friend get raped. They can see things sometimes because you know what? They're jealous, they're bitter. And when certain shit happens, They don't give a fuck. They'd be like, oh, they'd probably be in their head like, good for this bitch. And that's fucked up. And this is we're talking about women. Sometimes some of us don't really look out for each other. Some of us probably even set up shit like that because, um, you know, that's a way to get back at your friend. But that's like the most fucked up shit because you know why? I'm over here. Don't mind me. It's like I'm looking for my charger. You have to see me. My eyes are and I remember the fuck I threw it at. But, um... What people need to remember is we have mothers, daughters, cousins, aunts, sisters, friends, best friends, wives, girlfriends. This can happen to anybody. There is no special person that gets picked. Like I said, even though I'm using the word drunk, but when it comes to sexual assault, that can be anybody. It can be anybody, and even if it's a family member and they're out somewhere drinking, this can happen to anybody, it doesn't matter who they are, it doesn't matter what race they are, it doesn't matter, like I said, I've heard many stories of, of even men being drunk that, you know, and the woman could be sober and they would still, still find a way. The woman could say no and they don't care. And it just kind of sucks. Because like I said, this has been happening for so long. But at least it's good for the people who have been locked up behind this. And then it's just sad for the ones that get away with it. That are still out there doing the same shit. And also there's another thing. Like don't be fooled by the person that actually fucking lives with you. The person that you're dealing with. Because I would love to know how that lady feels about the type of man that she has. I remember she actually did try to call me the, 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 the same day. I didn't answer the phone. I didn't want to talk to her because I don't, and it's funny because you know, when you don't answer the phone, because you'll never know what the conversation could have been. Would she have defended him? Would she have to, would she would put the blame on me and saying, because you know, you were that drunk and intoxicated again. That's still not an excuse, and that's not right to blame somebody else because somebody else decided they wanted to take advantage of the situation. Or if she could have apologized. I'll never know. I still really don't plan to talk to her. Maybe I know who she is. That's the funny thing. I know who she is. I have her number. But I don't plan to speak to her. There's nothing to talk about. Like I said, I don't know if she's going to defend him or not. There's nothing to talk about. I just know that she has a piece of shit of a man that would do such a thing. Because from what I heard from another friend, he was trying the same shit, too. So that lets me know that, you see, people could sit there and talk about, oh, because you were drinking. It doesn't fucking matter. I'm going to say it again. It doesn't matter how much the fuck I was drinking. No means no. If I don't remember consenting at the moment, how the fuck did I end up in the bed? Because I don't remember that. I came to when he was already on top of me. So where the fuck? Does it ever say that I gave consent? Where does it mean that for him that means to take fucking advantage of the situation? No. No reason at all. And these things are scary because, like I said, you know, I have my daughter. I have my sons. I've had to speak to them in a certain way to get them to understand that certain things, when it comes to to women of certain ages, there are things that you just leave alone. You don't mess with anyone that's younger than you, because that's now considered, you know? You could be considered a fucking pedophile for that, a fucking pervert. So it's again, it's these conversations that we need to have. And again, for the women out there, because, like I said, I feel that I've come a long way and I've been through so much that I sometimes I think people are surprised when they just hear me talk about shit and just wondering, like, Why? I mean, why shouldn't I talk about it? Why do I have to be scared? You know what I mean? Because there might be a woman that this can actually help. And this could be, again, a voice for other women that don't want to speak about it because they're still, you know, they're still healing. They're still going through what they're going through. And then sometimes for the people out there who have friends or somebody who's gone through that, the most you could do is just be supportive. Check up on them, see how they're doing. You know? Because there's the little things that sometimes people forget. The very important things that we sometimes forget. You really need to check up on people sometimes. Because we don't know how they're feeling. I mean, like, I know how I've been feeling because I have moments where i would be just thinking about it like, yo, that shit really happened. It really happened. And over the weekend, I was upset. I've cried. I would cry from time to time, I I even took Monday off really, just to have a moment for myself. I didn't really wanna tell my job. I mean, I went to go get checked for something else, but at that time I didn't really wanna tell my job, like, you know, a reason of like why I wanted to stay home. But it's just something that when I think about it now, it's always going to be in the back of my mind about that that happened. It's going to have me being more aware and more cautious. And again, it doesn't matter even if I have a drink or two drinks. It's still, again, like I said, I'm going to keep saying that. I'm going to keep repeating the same shit. It still doesn't make an excuse. It's not an excuse to take advantage. It's not an excuse. It'll be the same thing for a man. Because even men have their moments where they're just women that they just don't want to fuck with. It's not an excuse because, oh, he's drunk. This is the perfect moment. No, it's not. It actually goes both ways, you know? It goes both ways. But it just, like I said, it gets me to a point where now I'm just like, I really have to be aware. I have to now be more careful. And I even said it to myself, I was like, you know what? I was like, next time, if I know that I did not eat throughout the day, because it said it. The alcohol affects you differently on an empty, and depending on a full stomach, it affects you differently. And I've noticed that it has because, like I said, I've experienced it. But being because this happened, it just kind of puts me now more than um, like I have to remind myself every time now when that happens of like if I didn't get to eat, and there's hours in between that I didn't eat, that either says either have one drink or don't have nothing at all just because and it was something that my friend was saying that she was like you know in certain places you have to watch how drunk you get because if you're not around people that you know it sucks because it's like you can't even you don't even know if you can even trust the people that are there like who can you really trust like, it has to be around people that you know, that know who you are and how you are in order to understand, like, okay, Andy's too drunk. We're going to have to tell her to go to the room, drink some water. We're going to tell her to sit down. we got to tell her to do something. Because even one of my other friends, she knows me pretty well. Even me just telling her the story, she already knows how I get she said that even at moments when i remember one time that i was that drunk that she said she made sure she was there that she made sure that i was by her side and those are good friends there you know what i mean that's a good friend and those are what your friends are supposed to be like too that's how you know you have good friends you know it's crazy as a matter of fact i just remember a story of the type of fucking friends I had back then because back then I was probably like in my could have been in my 20s or it could have been before I even had my son I don't know but I just know I was I'm assuming I was of age because when you get into a club it all depends but um, I remember I was drinking I forgot what kind of drink it was but I remember again same shit again I got so drunk. The bouncers had to carry me out. Right? And then my friends, because you know how it is, don't you can't fuck up other people's good time. Don't ever do that. Um, they were willing to send me home drunk. Like I'm telling you, when I said I was drunk, it was like that fucking night. I was that drunk. They put me in a cab to send me home. And the cab driver, too, he took advantage. He's like, he took the money. He took the money, so he don't care. So what happened was, my mom, I don't know how she didn't know this, but she didn't know the address to where we lived. She didn't know where to tell. Well, I don't even know if she told him the address, and he just didn't want to fucking do it at the time, because I know they had to be fucking GPS back then. I don't, can't tell you right now, but I'm going to have to Google it. But I know I swear there could have been GPS back then. I remember, I think she was trying to tell him the address. All I know is that when I spoke to her and I finally got home, she tells me she remembers what I was saying to the freaking driver. She says that I was getting mad at him, cursing and shit because I think I was probably saying that this driver don't know where the fuck he's going. And what the driver decided to do was bring me back right in front of the club. And you know where my ass was? Sitting outside in front of the club I don't even know if I called my friend to let her know and that's when they finally decided okay we'll leave and they took me with them but again it just kind of bothered me because it's like oh yeah let's just put the drunk person in the car with a driver who's making it seem like he doesn't know where he's going he could have said that the first time my friend didn't even know where the fuck I live so all of that was just the whole thing of like let's just put her in the car with somebody, too, that if like seeing the, how completely drunk I was. Again, we don't know what the fucking happened that night. But this just says a lot about the people who you hang out with. Also, another message out there about that. Watch the people who you hang out with, the people who you think are supposed to be your so-called fucking friends. It's always one of those things that you really need to see that when you're out there, what kind of friends you have in certain situations that you'll know, like, these are not the friends for you. If you ever know you've been through something and these motherfuckers left you somewhere, left you flat, try to... You know what I mean? That tells you that those people are not your friends. Those are not your friends. Those are not... Because all of that shit, you see how all, everything just plays a big part with everything. The people who you're around, your friends, the fucking creeps, perverts, all of that. But like I said... I'm one of those people actually right now telling my story to everybody here on Instagram. Everybody who's going to be listening on the Wake Up Radio when they replay my show again. But i that's what I say, like, yes, my, my point of view of how who knows how many other women have experienced the same thing. And that's what the fuck it is. Nobody needs to sit here to make up a story. Nobody needs to do any of that. Anybody who's been drunk should know because like I said I've had moments where I had to ask my friend like what happened last night what did I do what did I say that happens for anybody when you get that fucking drunk those in and out moments because it's funny I've always said the word blackouts because that's what I call them because it's like again you're walking around but everything is like dark you don't hear nothing. You don't see nothing. You just know that your body's just moving along and moving around and just shit's coming out of your mouth, whether it's making sense or not. And then those moments when you do come to, you're kind of looking around. Your eyes feel kind of heavy. You, you know, it's just like whoever has drank, you know what I'm talking about. But I'm just saying, like, just that whole thing of, like, Like I said, to the women out there, I don't give a fuck what nobody says. It was not your fault. No matter how much you drank, you didn't drink. Sometimes women have been roofied before. Somebody even asked me that. I was like, I don't think I was roofied. I don't know I wasn't that. It was me. I know how much I drank. But the thing was, it bothered me because it was like, damn, I wanted to feel nice. I wanted to feel tipsy, not to the point that I got that fucking drunk, that wasted, because if I wasn't, it would have been a whole different story. You know what? None of that would have happened, because you know why? I would have been with a straight face looking at this dude like, what the fuck? I would have been telling him no, and when he tried to grab me, all I would have had to do was take my hand back, or I would have told the guy that I'm with, you know, like, this dude is harassing me. I would have been verbally able to say it, but it just sucks, because every time I think about it, it's just like, ah. I couldn't really say anything. I couldn't communicate. That's why I knew something was wrong. Like I said, when you finally get to hear the story about how that night went, it's like everything makes sense. And I feel like the men, again, need to be cautious. You need to be aware. No means no. And I'm going to keep reading that. No means no. No means no. She could be laughing with you, whatever. That don't fucking mean nothing. She could be giggling about something else completely different and I ain't got shit to do with you. It don't mean that it's okay. Men need to understand, like I said, if a woman has enough information on you or if somebody else that she knows that knows you, know that you're going to get fucking locked up. Know that you're going to have a fucking record. It's like, I don't know why people are willing to risk their motherfucking lives and risk their motherfucking freedom. Their freedom. For some, I think I'm gonna call it what it is: drunk pussy, because that's what it is. Drunk pussy. You will fucking risk your lives. Get fucking locked up for that. How fucking desperate can you be? And also, I've learned too that just because a woman might have sex with you one time, she could have been okay with it. The next time, it doesn't mean that it's a it's a it's a red light. I mean, it's a green light. It's not a green light. It's not a fucking go. People do what they do. She want to do. If a person wants to fuck you one time, they can fuck you one time. It doesn't mean that every other time you see them, it means, oh, it's a green No, it's not a green light because the next time they're going to be like, no, I'm good. And that's the bad thing about people when they get that idea that because, oh, we already played before. That don't mean shit. A lot of things that I said that people need to learn. And as I am still going through this, like I said, I'm 41 years old. We're coming into a new year. I'm going to be 42. It's just like shit. Every time I think about it, just a lot of shit is never ending. You're still fucking learning. You still have to keep talking to other people about stuff, even if you have to bring up conversations. I've had moments where I've said the key word lifestyle, lifestylers. And when I've had parties and I had to say shit out loud and I had to say, but in my mind, it's like, Why? Oh, if you don't like how I say shit, then I feel like people shouldn't fucking attend my parties. Because if I see something that's wrong, and I'm going to say it again, and if a woman's that fucking drunk and intoxicated, I'm there. Nothing's going to fucking happen. Nothing. Because that's what happened with somebody there who was really, really drunk, and the women were annoyed. Because they were saying that he was... um. Were they using the word aggressive? I'm not sure, but I just know that he was up in a lot of females' faces, I think trying to play with them. So when it got back to me, and I'm thinking that's how it should be. And my mind is like, first of all, when it comes to women or when it comes to anything that's serious, I don't give a fuck. Just tell me. It'll get taken care of. So when that happened with that guy, he was escorted out. He felt bad and he was talking to me, but I'm kind of like, I can't have you here, and he can't be here if women are going to be complaining. That means he has to go. And that means he has to go. And I'm sorry, drunk, eventually sober up along the way, but I just can't have him there. And it's kind of like, can I really get him to really sit down somewhere? There was really no space for him to really be anywhere, for him to, you know what I mean, to to sleep it off. So that was the big thing about that. I'm trying to think of another incident. I even had one about a guy who I think one of the ladies saying he was trying to take the condom off and he was trying to fuck her. And again, it was brought to my attention. I'm one of those people like, don't ever sit there and tell me to be quiet. Don't ever sit there and tell me that I cannot speak up, that I cannot tell somebody that they have to fucking leave or that I can't remind motherfuckers about use a condom. No means no. And if I see someone drunk, I'm going to look at you funny. Like, what the fuck? It's like one of my friends said. Not even in, in the real world, because, again, it's, it's, it's not, can I say it's different, but vanilla, vanilla compared to the lifestyle, the fucking lifestylers. It's like, I've noticed that a lot of bad behavior is condoned, whether they're fucking rapist, whether they're fucking pedophile, whether they're uh, um fucking abusers. And it's just like me. I have no problem putting nobody on blast because you see what I'm doing now. I have no problem speaking up about it because shit needs to be told. People need to hear. And whether people want to hear it or not, I'm in my mind, it's like, I don't give a fuck, but I know what I'm going to do moving forward. I know exactly how I'm going to do shit. I'm going to know exactly how to look out for people. But in the fucking lifestyle, so many motherfuckers right now that if I could make a list of motherfucking names, half of the people out there condone that shit. You could tell this motherfucker, he'd be like, he beat me till I was black and blue. And guess what? That motherfucker's at a party the next day. And I am just like, wow, some of you motherfuckers don't care because when it comes to the lifestyle, it's all about that green dollar. Or because people know each other so long, it's always that bullshit that I've always said, oh, not so-and-so couldn't do that. Yes, the fuck he can. We need to stop that shit too. Don't be fooled by somebody's charms. That don't mean shit either. Again, I've always said it, just because somebody can be cool with you, whatever situation they're with, a woman or man is different from you. If you're my friend, you're my friend. Am I, if you're my friend, am I going to do the same shit to you like I would do to a guy? If a guy that I'm talking to, a guy that I'm dealing with, or if I'm dealing with a woman? You, people cannot be that. You would know, know the difference of, when you're with someone and when someone's your friend, people don't get treated the same. People are not going to see that because you're nothing to them. And I don't mean it like that in a bad way, but I'm just saying like, you're just a friend. You're somebody that they know. They're not going to do the same shit they're going to do to the next person. Because how would that look if they do that to their friend and then other people that they know and then they start spreading the word? They know what the fuck they're doing. That's exactly why they call fucking narcissists predators and everything else in the motherfucking book because they know exactly what they're doing they're the motherfucking charmers they're the person that when you look at them like oh no him and some people you know some people have the bag face that they look like a bunch of scum buckets the ones that look like you look like a fucking perv when you look at some people and sometimes they might not be but some people just have that look but um yes To me, it was really important to talk about it. I could have waited, but I didn't want to. Because I feel like it's now, it's wrong. And it's just, it's the moment to talk about it because I know somebody else who's experienced it. And I'm like, I'll be the voice for her if she's not ready. I'll be the voice for her, you know? I'll tell my story. I'll tell it like it is. Like I said, my point of view from being the drunk woman that was taken advantage of. And I even put something on Facebook where I had to make sure because in my mind it's like, I know that what happened is not it's not something fucking minor. This wasn't just a, a a situation like, oh, that's no, it was fucking something because I had to post it and ask people. And people kept using the word rape. That it was rape. And nobody was really sitting there, really trying to say, "Oh, it was the woman's fault for being so fucking drunk," because that's the worst thing you could do. Like I said, I right now, for everybody who's listening, is like, I'm not. I only taking responsibility because I knew how much I drank. I know how much I was drinking, and it sucks because, like I said, I didn't want to get to that level. But I'm never gonna say that it was my motherfucking fault because I'm gonna say it again. I didn't ask this motherfucker. I didn't tell this guy, hey, let's go in the room and fuck. Because if nobody could fucking understand me, how the fuck did he understand me? Not possible. No way. No. No means no. People really need to start learning about what is the definition of a woman being drunk? What is the definition of anybody being drunk? When is the time that you have to tell people, like, yo, you're too fucking drunk you need to go home? And especially, like, them fucking ads when people are too drunk and they want to take their keys and they want to fucking drink and drive. All of them shits. Everything from the fuck that we do and everything that we go through. To tell people no. And it's funny because it's always that bullshit line. It's because we're grown. Of course. You know? like i said i'm a groom and like i said i take responsibility for certain things but i'm not going to get blamed and i'm not going to blame myself because again like i said i don't remember consenting to it no means no and like i said it just sucks we really need to educate our men we really need to educate our children We need to teach them these things. When it comes to school, I feel like, you know, I know why certain things they don't give it because certain things can be a touchy subject. But in my mind, when you really think about when you leave from school into the adult world, it's like half of that shit that you learn in school is not even needed for the outside. Because I'm, you know, it's more of like, yo, you need to fucking work basically to pay your bills. Oh, and don't forget you got to pay taxes. Oh, and if you go to school, you have to fucking pay that loan back. They don't teach you that in school. They don't teach you about um, what happens if you have sex without a condom. You get pregnant. So many things that we won't want to discuss. So many things that people say are touchy subjects. And it's kind of like, how can we get through without being too, you know, too nasty about it? Too vulgar, whatever. It's just, it's, it's hard. But as a parent, I think only we can do that. If we don't want the school to do it, we have to do it as parents or, or I guess, different ages. And they start to be like, you know, have those conversations because you already know they're going through puberty, having these conversations. And still even, like I said, it's not just the children. It's still the men, the men now, the older men. You would think they would know fucking better and they don't. And I really hope that this message got through to somebody that the next time that you're at a fucking party, be that man that's looking out for that woman. You don't got to be all touchy-feely because, again, remember, we're not really. But just have somebody else, whoever's the owner of of the place or whatever, just be like, hey, you know, this lady right here, offer water, tell the friend, somebody, because that's another thing. If there was somebody, hopefully somebody's looking out for them. Because that's what I'm saying. That's the shit that sucks. Sometimes people go places by themselves. So just be that person who actually does the right thing. Don't be the fucking scumbag. Because like I said, if I had all the information, he would have been locked up. He would have been locked up. Right now, he's walking around. He's probably thinking about it. Trust and believe he's thinking about it because, he know, he did something fucked up. Would he do it again? I don't know. And, you know, what's funny about that, too, too, when you think about it, does the person after they know they did some fucked up shit, does it ever make them feel like, you know what? I'll never do that shit again or I won't. I'll never know. I've never spoken to someone who's been in a situation and said, you know what? I learned my lesson from that. And I made sure that that would, that would never happen again. I will never know. I'll never know. But like I said, I just wanted to share my story. Hopefully, again, like I said, for the men that are listening, to please talk about it with other men. Educate your children. Because like I said, this could be a family member of yours. This could be anybody when it comes to being a woman. It could be anybody that you know and you care for dearly. And also, please never blame the person for being fucking drunk because that's the wrong thing to do. We all have a right to have a little fun. Yes, it sucks when you take it too far, but don't go sit there and blaming the person. You know what I mean? It's a lot of things. It's like it's what it's called like victim shaming. If it's if it's not, when it comes to rape, it's for the domestic violence, all that. It's called victim shaming. And it's like it's not right. I mean, we all know somebody who's an alcoholic and I'm talking about like a real alcoholic, like from the morning to the time they go to sleep. If anybody who's like myself, been in the home with an alcoholic, I know how it is. I was annoyed with that. To see him drunk almost all the time or drink on the weekends and it was that bad. That even at times I've had moments cause that wasn't even my father. And I was even still concerned that hoping that nothing would ever happen. Because again, you see, even if it's not the other person who's intoxicated, but that man who is drunk can also still do things regardless. You still have to be cautious either way. But I don't know if I'm missing anything. I feel like I said everything I needed to say. And I really hope that this really reaches someone. And for the women out there, hopefully, that anybody's listening. You know, if you want to share this, like I said, it's not okay. No means no. It is not your fault. Don't ever feel like that. Because like I said, no man, nobody has a right to do that. That's like I said, that's taking advantage. That's rape, sexual assault, whatever you want to call it. It's just not right. It's not right. Um, I'm trying to think. I think I, I, think I mentioned... Everything that I needed to say, the message that I wanted to get across, tell my story. But something also to learn when you go to an event. When a woman is drunk, I'm going to say it again. It doesn't mean this is the perfect opportunity to take advantage. Some of you motherfuckers could go to a corner and jerk off or do something. You know, this is not a place where it's just like, oh, I don't get enough pussy and this is the right time. Because that's how I look at it. Or because it's also a way a man's way of feeling them like they're they're the man that you know that they, they they get that ego and all that shit because makes them feel good and it's just like that's some bullshit. If we women did half the men things that half the men did, huh? You guys would be fucking completely upset. I think you're upset with us now with half of the shit we've been doing. Where we're so independent and a lot of other things that we've evolved from, we've come a long fucking way. And I know that men surely hate some of the things that happen but it gets to the point that we have to look out for ourselves. We're the one that have to, to do some of the, the hard, heavy work. Because if there's no man in the picture, who else the fuck is going to do it? But, um, yes. Something to think about. Like I said, have these conversations. All of this, I'm going to say it again, is really, really important. And like I said... If you have any questions, I don't have problem talking about stuff because again, that's the only way like I said. I I'm the voice. I've always been the voice when it comes to like domestic violence and I'll be the voice for this too because like I said, it just sucks that it's like I feel like I'm always going through shit. But it makes me still even stronger. And, and how do you say strong in the need to get that message out there and not be afraid. I could be upset. I can cry. I could do all of that because that's okay. It's because of how I'm feeling. But at least just to get that message out there. And again, I'm gonna say it again to be the voice for somebody else who's not ready to speak up, who doesn't want to tell their side of the story. And I was like, I'll do that. I have no problem doing that. So with that being said, I want to say thank you. To the listeners for tuning in, check us out on the Wake Up Radio and otwtube.com. You can catch replays on SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Thank you for listening to Thoughts of a Light-Skinned Woman. Shout out again to my producer, Cindy Ashby. Tune in next week on the Wake Up Radio at 9 for another segment of Thoughts of a Light-Skinned Woman. As I always say, remember, life is too short, and enjoy life to the fullest. Good night. Until next time. Thanks for keeping the lights on, D'Ang. Cindy Ashby 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 Productions. On the Wake Up. Hola, I'm your hostess, Boricua Angie, and I'm on the Wake Up Radio Thursdays at 9. My show is called Thoughts of a Light Skinned Woman. That is also my IG handle and Gmail. The holidays, the winter is coming. I sell pasteles and coquito. And also I do digital flyers. If you're interested, hit me up. I got my girls on higher. My swag's on higher. My shoes on, and on I got my girls on higher. My swag's on higher. My shoes on, and on You the people have the power. The power to create happiness. a shoes that power. That fight for a new world you the people have the power to make this life free and beautiful to make this life a wonderful adventure by the promise of these things brutes have risen to power but they lie they do not fulfill that promise they never will dictators free themselves but they enslave the people now let us fight to fulfill that promise let us all unite otwtube.com uncensored free speech platform